If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. I'm very excited and a little bit emotional about this movie, but before that, how are you? What are you currently watching, reading other than, you know, of course, Spider-Man? Um, I am on episode seven of The Witcher that was released yes. uh, two days ago. I know. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> waste any time with that. I oh, fell no. asleep in the middle of episode seven because I was just binging yep. on Friday night. And so I need to finish it up so that I can cry again. You know, it's fine. Oh, yeah. But I'm making room for other shows that are on our docket. So I was like, I need to get this, through this now, but I don't yeah. want to rush Henry Cavill. And yeah. his art. You never want to rush Henry Gavel. Right. I will see you soon. <laughs> yeah. How far are you through bees? Oh, I am on roughly chapter 25. So a little over 200 pages. I need to, I have a lot more ground to cover. I need but... to slow down. I've purposely haven't read it the last two nights. Cause I was like, you're in, I don't even, I'm in chapter 50 something. I'm oh, okay. halfway done and I need to calm down. <laughs> Cause it's not going to last if I keep going at this rate. So I know, I know it's I just, mean, again, you don't want to rush art. No, especially art you've been waiting for six years, at least six years. So I, on one of my time hop photos a couple days ago, it showed me when I was reading a breath of snow and ashes and it was five years ago Okay, that I was reading it and I had bookmarked it with another book. Do you remember that when I told you <laughs> I'd like bookmark a book, with yes. another book? And I was like, Oh, that was five years ago. That seems crazy to me. I yeah. think though the last book came out six years ago, right? Or seven. I think it was 2014. Yeah. 2014. And we're in 2021. So yeah, I think it was seven years ago. Yeah. But yeah. I tried to read that one slowly too. It didn't work. <laughs> I'm just proud of myself. I've made it longer than a week, but that's because I ignore the book sometimes purposely. Oh, same. But it helps that we have like lots of shows we have to watch for the podcast. Yes. And they're like, oh, I have other work to do. I can ignore it. <laughs> And a nine to five and, and yeah. audio to edit and a million other things to do. So many, many things. <laughs> okay. So today we were talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And there are so many spoilers. We can't even say the whole cast list here. We have to say that in the T. Correct. But you have a little synopsis that you can give though. 
I do. I do. So with Spidey's identity now revealed, Peter Parker asks Dr. Strange for some help with a spell to rewind time so that people won't know his identity as Spider-Man. And then this spell goes sideways. And here we are. Here we are after all hell breaks loose. Right. So here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. We're talking spoilers. Massive spoilers. Massive spoilers. Everything is about to be spoiled. So if you have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home, get yourself to a movie theater with some tissues and watch it Mm -hmm. immediately. Okay, so we couldn't even say the cast list in the dish. We have to save it for the tea because even this is a spoiler. So we have Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Spider-Man. We have Zendaya as MJ. We have Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Jacob Badalin as Ned Leeds. We have John Favreau as Happy Hogan. We have Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon slash Electro. Mm-hmm. We have William Defoe as Norman Osborn slash the Green Goblin. Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. And then we have Benedict Wong coming back as Wong. And we have Tony Revolori as Flash Thompson, which is the other pal that wants to be Spider-Man's friend. Yes. And then Marissa Tomei as May Parker. Alina was crying during this movie. I shed many tears. I feel like this was a very emotional journey. Spider-Man asks Doctor Strange to create a spell so that everyone who knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man doesn't know. And so Doctor Strange is like, so no one's going to know. He's like, oh, can MJ know? He's like, yes. So he's, he pulls out another little string of time, whatever timeline. And it's like, oh, can Ned know? Oh, can my aunt know? And so while he's casting the spell, Doctor Strange is casting the spell. Peter Parker is actively changing it. And then Doctor Strange tries to shut it down. And contain it. Contain it. Going sideways. He sees the chaos happening. So he ends up saying something like, so everybody that knew before this happened that you were Spider-Man will know now. But that made other people from different universes that knew that Spider-Man was Peter Parker started to come through those little cracks. That's what started to happen. And this side note is a huge homage to Marvel's What If animated series. Okay. So it's it's a huge nod to it. I just had to put it out there. <laughs> so if you haven't watched Marvel's What If, it is on Disney+. Plus. Do yourself a solid and check it out. Also, I mean, they gave us a huge hint that this was coming because like the Spider-Verse. Yes, absolutely. You know, and that won a lot of awards. I watched that. That was really good. I was like, they should so do good. this in real life. <laughs> Flash forward to yesterday when I saw the movie. But yeah, so there, it's kind of like the aftermath of what's happening when everybody finds out about Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and then they're having to like lawyer up. They had to move to a different place. May and Peter move into one of Happy's condos. Peter's kind of taking this hard because after Peter and Ned and MJ do not get into MIT because of him, he's like, I got to change this. Right. <laughs> I love that part when he's like, Dr. Strange is like, you didn't even make a phone call. Right. And in that moment, you're like, oh yeah, Peter Parker's still a teenager. He's not really thinking outside of what he's feeling in that moment. And that was kind of funny because I'm thinking to myself, first of all, why do people always kind of give in to Peter when he kind of gets sad and like gives you those puppy dog eyes because Dr. Strange went for it. And then Wong's like, I'm not, I'm pretending like I don't know. And he like walks away and I'm like, <laughs> right. Really, that's how easy it is to do like a whole big spell like that. Has Doctor Strange ever done that before where he just like does a spell for someone? Um, as a sorcerer supreme, I'm sure he has, but it's mainly been for himself and his own personal need. 
Oh, okay. So well, maybe, yeah, maybe it's pulling on the heartstrings. And he's like, okay, Peter Parker, let me help you. I feel bad for you. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So when this spell goes sideways, as Peter is trying to correct all the chaos that has ensued in being Peter Parker, just mm-hmm. for existing as Spider-Man, when the spell does go sideways, Doctor Strange is actively trying to make right and correct the spell. We see all these villains start coming through. And that's not even the craziest part of this whole movie, <laughs> seeing all these different villains from different universes coming through. No, no, that did not steal the show whatsoever. Right. What did steal the show? Well, so we see this scene where Ned and MJ are at Ned's grandma's house and they're trying to find Peter after May, unfortunately, passes away due to these villains. Mm-hmm. And so Ned has Dr. Strange's rings and he can open little portals and they're like, find Peter Parker. So then they see Peter Parker Peter in Parker. an alley dressed as Spider-Man. They're like, Peter. And he starts running towards him and jumps in and he takes his thing off. And it's Andrew Garfield. Like, Did you know that that was a different Spidey when it was happening? Lena and I looked at each other and we had this shared thing of this is not going to be Tom Holland. Right. Like, this is not going to be Spidey one or three or whoever he is. I'm like, this is not going to be him. And then sure enough, we were, we were right. Yes. But that scene was so epic. Incredibly epic. Yeah. I could tell by his run that mm-hmm. that was not Tom Holland. Yeah. He's a little taller too. Yes. And I initially thought it was Toby. I saw that run and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. My friend Melinda is sitting right next to me and I'm over here fangirl and I'm like, oh my God, it's about to happen. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And then he pulls the mask off and I was like, Garfield, no way. Yes. (laughs) I looked like an idiot in this theater. I love it. Yes. I loved the scenes with them all together because they all have the same personality, you know, and then them talking to each other and then they're in the lab and then the small talk when they finally get to the Statue of Liberty and fighting's not working. It's like kind of not coordinated. And he's like, well, guys, okay, I've kind of been on a team before. I was in the Avengers. And then Toby McGuire was like, oh, is that like a band? I'd pay to see that band. Yeah. I would pay so much money to see the Avengers do a charity concert. Just, Just putting it out there. Most of them can sing and play instruments. Let's make this happen. It was really sweet though, because it's almost like having a big brother and then having like a dad kind of, because we don't even know what happened to Peter Parker, his parents in this universe. We don't know. Right. We just know he had May and that's kind of all he had. And to just have those guys and just be encouraged. And he, you know, because he already lost Tony Stark. Yeah. And then he loses May. Her dying was the saddest thing ever. That was so sad. It was super sad. Take note though, it's happened in their universes as well. So it It was bound to happen. happen. I'm like, I'm sure, don't get me wrong, seeing May, a younger May, die at such a young age too, but also quoting the other Aunt May with Ben, Uncle Ben. Oh, Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah, it was Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. And that was the last thing he said to him when he died. And and I was like, you know, he had to lose somebody. And like, yes, technically he lost Tony Stark, but everybody did. That was like an Avengers movie. But personally, who did he lose in his personal life? Him and May were super tight, very close. And she's probably raised him from a young age and has been all he's had. Seeing other versions of himself share that with him mm-hmm. and just really encourage him because I don't know, Spider-Man, like who that character is, he's so good and, and very pure of heart. Very wholesome. He's, he's, he's yeah. very Hufflepuff. I just felt like he just needed that so much. There was no other way. Yes, he had Ned and MJ, but to have other versions guys. of himself yeah. that like, hey, speak to his soul and yeah. know what he's going through. Yeah. I mean, I'll say it. 
seeing this golden triad in Ned's Lola's living room come together. I mean, my Spidey loving heart needed this. And now I want to see all three of them in other productions together, knowing how good they work together. All the one-liners, the improv that happened between the three of them. What do you mean it comes out of your wrist? It's like, it's like breathing. I don't think about breathing. I just breathe. Yeah. And they're like, any other places it comes out of that we should know about? And I was like, oh, this is comedic gold. So funny. Yeah. Popping is back too. Oh my gosh. Yes. When he got stabbed at the end, he's like, you okay, man? He's like, I've been stabbed before. before. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're in so much pain, aren't you? He's like, so much. So much pain. It's just my spleen. No big deal. Yeah. I loved them in the the lab together. Oh, but you know what? Just like shattered and healed my soul at the same time is when Spidey 3, Andrew Garfield Spidey, (laughs) saved MJ. Because he couldn't save he her grinned. in his yep. version. Oh, right in the fields. Like he had face. a. Oh my I can't gosh. handle that. No, it was just. I was like, don't cry. I'm going to cry. Bro, don't do this to me. They, I'm already feeling things as we speak. Their acting was phenomenal because Tom Holland's Peter Parker was very much still a teenager. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was very much like a guy in his early 30s. Then we have Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker that's in his 40s. He's mm-hmm. so much more patient and easygoing now because he's older. He's been through a lot. He's probably married to his MJ or whatever it is. He's just so well-rounded. Mm-hmm. So it's all these progressive versions of each other. He really needed those powers in that scenario because that was he felt like he didn't have anybody right it's heartbreaking and to feel like it was his fault I agree you know? I agree but his in his heart's always in the right place and he ended mm-hmm. up being right about it did you hear any speculation of other Spideys being in this movie I only heard them denying it same because the conversation came up a lot and I don't want to blame TikTok but I'm blaming TikTok there were a lot of special effect videos that were on TikTok saying how the other two Spideys were photoshopped out of scenes with Electro in the trailer Oh, that they were like that other special effect gurus were catching. They're like, okay, this is where based on Electro's point of attack, there should be a Spidey here at the top and a Spidey here at the bottom and Tom Holland's Spidey's in the middle. And they were showing how they would remove a Spidey based on the trailer and how it was shot. And I was like, I don't know. I see the speculation, but I'm glad it was there. I'm glad all three of these gentlemen were in there and it was a beautiful homage to the history of Spider-Man. Yeah, I loved it. You know what else I loved? That Ned has magic. Okay, so this is what I'm wondering is debatable. Does he have magic because of the ring? Is the ring its own source of magic? Kind of like Strange's cape. Is it a relic or an artifact that has its own magic with the right person? It can work. I don't know. The grandma had said and told Ned that he had magic or that's in his family. Right. So he was able to summon it. So I think that he does. I think only certain people are able to summon that. Okay. So he's a sorcerer, some type of sorcerer. Yeah. Perhaps he'll, you know, become Dr. Strange's protege at some point. And the fact that he couldn't close the portal, he was like, ah, okay. How about now? And they're just arguing MJ and him are arguing in the background. Oh God. Their comedic timing was perfect also. Yeah. (laughs) This movie was very well-written. So much thought went into it. It was absolutely flawless. And their characters had purpose. They were written beautifully. I mean, heartbreaking ending, but it left you with hope. Yeah, it definitely left you with hope because they could have just ended it with Peter saying goodbye to Ned and MJ telling them you're going to forget me. And then he does like the handshake with Ned. 
and right. everybody's sad. And then MJ's kind of pleading in denial. It's so sad, but they didn't leave it there. They left it with him going to the diner, Peter going to the diner, seeing mm-hmm. MJ and seeing Ned. They had both gotten into MIT. He's like, okay, I'll start from here. Yeah. And I kind of thought when she's like, oh, it doesn't hurt anymore because he was going to tell her something. And I'm wondering if he had a thought where it's like, maybe it's best if she doesn't know me because I've only ever brought her pain. I think he's trying to, there's a lot of what ifs, Yeah, no pun intended, but I, oh, his sad puppy dog eyes at the end. I was like, heartbreaking. Do not cry right now because I will cry. Him drawing out emotion and making your heart break. He did it mm-hmm. once when Tony Stark was dying. Oh, yeah. And then this time, just, mm, boy, you are just making me so sad right now. Right. <laughs> he just, yeah, all my feels were destroyed. All of the feels were completely destroyed. To get back to your point, Ned and MJ also had me in my feels. MJ is also this voice of reason. Yeah. And she, again, her comedic timing with like throwing the bread and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Skip so, you, the show me your tingle. Show me yeah. it works. And she's, he's like, it doesn't work with bread. Okay. <laughs> so good. Which makes me love her and Tom Holland's relationship that much more. Yeah. Knowing that they're together in real life. And I was like, oh, I want to see the outtakes in your life and on screen. Make this yeah. happen. Please make this happen. Yeah. They're so cute. And then also too, when she was leaving like the wizard's dungeon and she's like, I'll press the button. I'll do it. And, the, and he's like, she will. She's not kidding. And like, everybody's like afraid of her. And then the lizard guy's like, how did he get her? Right. No. <laughs> it's just funny. Because he's a great guy who can make you feel things. Yeah. With puppy dog eyes. You know, really cute. Oh. Yeah. He definitely has the puppy dog eyes down. Okay. Sure. Serious question. Mm-hmm. Very serious question. Okay. Who was your favorite villain? Oh man. William Defoe. In this movie, he was magnificent. I feel like he's the most menacing, which I guess makes a good villain to me. Okay. You know, because he's kind of out of his mind. Yes. He, I mean, the mental yeah. health aspect was very strong in the storylines for, for this movie. Yeah. And giving villains a second chance mm-hmm. to be good, unheard of in this oh, universe. Yeah. yeah. Let alone Green Goblin. Yeah. You um, know, you defeat them. Right. Find right. and defeat. Basically. Yep, exactly. Mine was Jamie Foxx. Ooh. Just seeing how much he was living off of the power of electricity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough one to beat. Power is definitely more advanced now, mm-hmm. like electricity in general, clean mm-hmm. energy. Oh, he's got so much material to work with here. Yeah. You know? And I understood why it took him so long to take him down. Did you catch the one-liner, the super funny, clever one-liner he made to Andrew Garfield in regards to Miles Morales? What did he say? He said, I don't know. I just pictured you're a broke dude from Brooklyn. Oh, I figured, yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd just be black. And I was like, where's Miles Morales when you need him? Yeah. He's like, sorry, man. You know? Yeah. And he was very understanding. He's like, oh, oh yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. I should have been more sensitive. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it kind of is hinting at, you know, the multiverse of madness. Like perhaps we will see him and then we'll see all the Spideys. Oh, a live action Miles Morales. Please give it to us. Please. How would they they do the pig version too, though? John Mulaney. But like that was the only other Spidey that was missing. But would they do an animated sort of CGI pig? Kind of like no, you put John Mulaney in a bagel shop talking about pork and how it's, you know, (laughs) truly kosher. I don't know. Like you just put John Mulaney in the next Spidey movie. Oh, he was perfect as Spidey Pig. Just comedic gold. (laughs) The only thing I felt that was really missing next to John Mulaney as Spidey Pig was not one Spidey did the pointing meme. You know what I'm talking about? No. There is a Spidey meme of all these Spideys pointing at each other. And it's this notorious 
Spidey meme. Okay. And I was like, oh, huge missed opportunity, guys. One job. But the improv that they did in lieu of that, gold. So I see where they probably had to pick their battles. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't help but think that them talking about their webbing, all these great one-liners, self-talk, self-love, mm-hmm. just so forward thinking. And I was just like, oh, this, this is gold. How do I get more of this in my yeah, life? Yeah, it's just, it's like what our souls needed. We just yes. really needed that big yeah. time. So help me understand this, the pre-credit and scene with Venom. So yes. is Venom in a different universe? Is that why he kind of like went out? Yes. Like disappeared? Yes. Okay. So, so he's in a different universe. And he, I didn't get that he was even in New York when he came through the portal, when he, when this spell went sideways, mm-hmm. I thought he was in Mexico on a beach yeah. somewhere. Uh, yeah. That it didn't come across as New York to me. Right. So you have Eddie at a bar, presumably in Mexico. I'm going out on a limb here in saying Mexico. Eddie is hammered mm-hmm. as is Venom. And he's chatting with his bartender about the blip, which mm-hmm. makes me think Eddie was a victim of the blip. Mm. If not also in a different universe. So maybe the blip also had happened in other universes, not just Thanos's MC universe also. But none of the other um, have a memory of it. Yeah. Or maybe they. But that's a cause of the blip. Interesting. That's a side effect of the blip. You have no memory. It's like you're gone for five seconds and then you're back. You have no memory of leaving other than I was just here. Why am I? Why did it? Why are the walls different colors? You know, how did, you know, no memory of it. So he's hammered. He's trying to comprehend the blip. And then in the midst of that conversation, he gets sent back to his universe. Did you catch what was on the bar? Oh yeah. The little venom slime yes. around, mm-hmm. which shows that there's going to be a venom storyline in Tom Holland's Peter Parker universe. Wow. Yeah. 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 Talk about an Easter egg. Yeah. That was a little slimy Easter egg right on the counter. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Okay. So the end credit scene, was that like a preview? Like we see him, we see Doctor Strange with Wanda. So this is just a preview of the next movie. This is the first trailer for Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. And then how about that crazy Doctor Strange version that came in at the end who looked a little bit worse for the wear? Okay. I'm going to, I hate to sound like a broken record here, but our first glimpse at this darker twisted Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. is in Marvel's What If. Okay. So a lot of us knew watching this, we were like, yes, the prequel that helps you prep for Mm -hmm. multiverse of madness is Marvel's what if it gives you a healthier understanding of all these different multiverses, what what is coming down the pipeline for, uh, for Dr. Strange's new movie. So very exciting. I can't wait. Okay. When does that movie come out? The multiverse of madness, May 6th, 2022. Okay. It's coming. Yep. But we're going to see Wanda who was very defensive and was like, I can explain. And he was like, "Uh, not a you problem right now. (laughs) We've got things to fix and I need your help. (laughs) So that was interesting. And what I'm really waiting for is we didn't see a Loki variant. We didn't see Loki. If we can talk different variants, Mm-hmm. which was also a step into introducing different universes. Yes. That full should on, be a full thing. on course of the multiverses. Right. Our friend Melinda made a good point. Apparently Tom Hiddleston was dressed as Loki and Loki, the show finished wrapping. And the last question, or one of the questions that Tom Hiddleston got asked was when was the last time you were in costume as Loki? And he said, April, which would allude to, not filming for the Loki show, but filming for the Doctor Strange movie. So all the Easter eggs, 
yeah, all the Easter. This is something only Melinda would catch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I definitely did not pick up on it, but I am really excited to see where Multiverse of Madness goes. Me too. And now it is time for the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. Fangirls Podcast has an Etsy shop with a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form. With designs inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more, you are sure to find the perfect design to represent your favorite fandom. We are offering 10% off on our Etsy store with the code FANGIRL. The link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Visit our website to see all that the fangirls are up to at fangirlspodcast.wordpress.com. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that we can reach more people. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from our listeners, so give us a follow on Instagram at the Fangirls Podcast and Twitter at the underscore fan underscore girls and like our community page on Facebook to join the conversation. See you next time. See you next time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Sony, Marvel Comics, Marvel Studios, Disney Plus, The Witcher, Netflix, or Diana Gabaldon. Just really big fans. Huge fans. Really big fans. Biggest fans ever. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.